0: I might sound selfish well I was selfish I didn't want to be excluded and I guess I saw it as you know just to you know like you said help you out so you can work on your business and doing all the work that you do I saw it as like a benefit I could like play with the little baby yeah we, I mean we loved it I didn't like the dirty diapers part but <laughs> it comes with a baby
1: Are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main F's in my life that have helped me in creating my best self: faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ladine, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles. Whether it was placing my baby for adoption at eighteen facing my marriage ending affair or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years it's safe to say that i've been through a lot join me as i take you through my story my journeys and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face that's right i'm going to show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of so buckle up get ready for the ride as i take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way How do I even begin to introduce this guest today? Um, I knew I needed to do this separate and not while I was interviewing him. And, you know, this one's been a long time coming. Honestly, I think I've been hesitant because of just my own nervousness. And I really shouldn't be because my ex-husband is one of the most incredible people. So I'm so excited that today... I get to share this person with you because if you've been following me long enough, this is the reason the podcast did get launched when it did, was because of Kevin. And, you know, the name of the podcast, you know, Forgiveness, Faith, Family, you know, this all is because of people like Kevin. And I say people like Kevin because we've been through a lot. You know, if you've followed along, you know that our marriage ended in a marriage ending affair, a pregnancy ending affair. And it was something that, you know, I still to this day get nervous uh, talking about because it was such a hard time for everyone in our family. And because of Kevin and his, I call it his Aloha spirit, but his forgiveness for me, it's, it's why we are where we are today. And, you know, forgiveness is something, it is a gift that you give yourself. And I know it, you know, someone could be rolling their eyes saying, this is easy for you to say when you're the person that hasn't, you know, the person that needs to do the forgiving. Maybe you've been very, very hurt and it's, you feel like it's just too hard to get over. Well, I hope that this interview and seeing us and, you know, seeing the other side of our pain and all the hurt that I caused, um, can be something very beautiful and, you know, I'm so thankful that Kevin did see forgiveness as something that was a gift to himself because I also was blessed by that. Um, But on a more happy, fun note in this interview too, you get to see where he has taken his career from being in the military and, um, you know, something completely opposite of operating a podcasting, editing, managing, you know, company and, It's because of his attitude of helping others and being open to learning is why he is so successful today. And so I'm so excited for you to finally listen in on this one as I get to talk to my ex-husband, Kevin Perez. That's my cue. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, so... Today, I, like I said in my intro, is a special one. It should have been, you know, well before this at this point, but maybe I needed to warm him up to it. But thank you for coming on, Kevin.
0: Oh, thanks for having me.
1: (laughs) So, you know, everyone here is, you know, they've heard a lot about you. All all good, of course, but that, you know, er, uh, Kevin is my podcast editor and you know, when I tell people that when they actually know our history, they're so shocked by it, right?
0: Surprised. Yeah.
1: They are surprised. And sometimes that makes me sad that that is, you know, the norm it, in society that, you know, exes don't get along or, you know, that it it's almost even just hearing the ex or in-law is like a negative, negative. connotation. Yeah. yeah. I'm
0: glad, I'm glad we're not the norm.
1: No, we're definitely not the <laughs> norm. And so there was many things I wanted to share today because one, I think that people will walk away if you've been, you know, considering maybe changing careers, or you know, just you want to change in life. His story is really <laughs> going to inspire you that you can go in a completely different direction, <laughs> um, just by having an open mind that you can do something. Two, you're going to learn a lot about forgiveness because I have said on here countless times that the only reason we all get along, and the only reason we have the harmony is because you forgave me. And um, that is so important for pe- because people usually harbor these feelings not realizing that the forgiveness is for yourself. And you know, we talked right. about this when you were here, how that first year of, you know anger, I mean, while totally necessary, staying there forever would have just only hurt you, right. Mm-hmm. So let's go back there. We'll go to the hardest part first and then we'll have fun. Um, So, you know, if you haven't listened to these episodes, I actually have, you know, two episodes on my affair. So Kevin and I were, you know, and I would say, you know, we were, we didn't fight, you know, and I thought this would be good to talk about because I think a lot of people have a lot of wounds that we just never really address. Right. And that was Mm. obviously in ours that I was very young, you know, um, young, just in mentality when you you both were. Yeah. I mean, you met me after I'd placed, you know, Taylor for adoption. And, uh, so I was already probably in a really broken place. I always say to people that you were at that time, kind of like a guardian angel in that we were friends and you were just a really nice person. And Mm -hmm. I think I needed that in that time in my life, fast forward, you joined the military. Um, and then we stayed on the East coast, you know, for so many of those years, you were a very laid back, I would say, uh, partner and that we are very opposite i probably drive you crazy <laughs> a lot.
0: No, we we drove each other crazy <laughs> in but that sense we
1: um you know we we have two kids you know kai mm-hmm. and and this is where you know you can blame kevin for their long hawaiian names because i i don't have an ounce of hawaiian in me and so when we named kainoa kainoa malalo <laughs> kea nui we can blame you for that one and uh and Kamele. So, so, we were married for I think fourteen. It was like by the time we were you know um divorced, maybe it would have been close to fifteen,
0: yeah, almost fifteen years,
1: yeah, so you know, and going back to that time, you know hardest time in both of our lives because you had left for rehab mm-hmm. um, Kevin had a long term um back injury that, you know, the the Navy just masked for years. I mean, I remember just you being in pain, 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 Mm -hmm. got you addicted to, you know, anything that they could put you on at that point. And I was, (laughs) I was, I was checked out too, admittedly. But what happened after that, so, and and you really do have to go back and listen to the whole episode on my affair, just because it is a really in-depth, you know, more serious Mm -hmm. tone to it. But the first you know, shift in knowing that you were going to put the kids first was when we were getting ready to tell the kids that I was having a baby and it was not with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, basically that we were separating. And I remember you coming to me saying, you know, let me be the one that leads this, you know, conversation. And I was like, you know, why? And you said, listen, this is a point where, uh, you know, you have a daughter here watching that she could either, love you or really turn against you because of just not the knowing, right? And right. so you selflessly took that on predicting a future, you know, like looking to the future of what's more important is, you know, my kids still accepting me and and loving me because it really could have gone, you know, we see families really be torn apart. And I think what you always taught me because of what your own parents went through was, you know, your mom never badmouthed your dad because he always, never, never, ever. And she always said that you would be able to see for yourself what you wanted to see, whether that was, you know, this amazing person or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? And so I was so thankful for that because that could have been so much different. You know, I I, I look now, I don't think I would have had the relationship with my kids had you not shown support. Now, I'm sure internally you were absolutely dying because you know, that first you know, year, how did you get to a place? I mean, I know, you know, it was a long time to get there, but how did you get to a place where you finally thought I can, I can look at Amy and not be so angry because I know that there was a shift because I watched you with Leilani and here was this baby that was not your baby and you were so good with her, you know, and just so helpful that it actually made our older children never have animosity like if you notice i mean even though they're half siblings i don't think kai and kamele have ever seen her that way and they because you just came around and accepted so talk me through like after you found out and to getting to the place of forgiveness
0: after i found out when you had told me in the car then uh at first i I, I, honestly at first i was confused i was uh you know, it's it's like the it's like I became the stereotype guy, some guy in the military, and his wife cheats on him, and you know stuff like that. And then, but it's it's we're we're always thinking, just like the two of us getting divorced. Uh, before then, we're always thinking, oh, that's not going to happen to us. I mean, nobody ever thinks going into getting married, they don't think that. Oh yeah, in a couple right. of years, we'll get divorced so i was in like some really deep denial i mean for a long time and then uh like after i had moved out uh when i got into the apartment then i got i got more into like depression because i was alone um right. and then oh, yeah, I mean, i would still come over and help Kai and Kameli with like their homework and stuff like that in the afternoons. But for the most part, I was kind of alone and just yeah, alone. And it it, so, it makes you kind of it gives you too much time alone to think. Right. So um, did
1: you get into any I mean, because I know you ended up going back to school. What helped you, what shifted that? What started you, you know, I know you were taking pictures for, you know, say track like what Mm -hmm. were some things that would help like if someone right now is listening because I mean we know the infidelity is huge so there's someone right now listening going this is me like I'm in the pit right now my partner Mm -hmm. you know has cheated on me and I feel you know awful like what started to help you come out of that
0: well the big thing was when I don't know I don't remember exactly when but we had told uh like Stan and Keenan and Kim that we were getting divorced and that you we were pregnant and so on and so forth. And that, oh, that's uh, Kamali's track team with track 757, right. but they, they were really supportive. And so, yes. like you said, I was taking pictures of the track for the kids at all the track meets and just uh, allowing them to have like little frozen moments in time when they were doing their best and stuff. And so it, it Along with Kameli running track, and then also at Kai with Little League, I was um, helping with uh, yeah like coaching over there, and the just those two groups helped me a lot. Um, they were supportive. They never they never talked to me about oh you need to make sure that you move all of this into some you know, like bank and set, splitting things up. They never yeah. talked about that. All no, they talked they about great. was, all they ever talked about was like how, if you weren't at the track meet and they asked you how you're doing because you were pregnant at the time and yeah. um how the Kai is doing and because Kai never usually came to the um release practices, but he came to some of the meets. So, um and he would help out. So they were all, they were all really, really supportive of that. And I'm grateful for that. And then just, Being able to spend to still come over to the house and to still be able to help you and the kids, I still felt like I was a part. You know, I didn't feel disconnected, like I would as if I would come over and pick up the kids and then leave and then bring them back later, like you see in the movies.
1: Well, I didn't realize this is the first time that you've mentioned that stereotype. And now I totally get why that would be so hurtful to you, because. We did have people in our neighborhoods that, you mm-hmm. know, it was always the joke, right? Like, oh, someone's mowing the, the lawn and it's yeah, the someone else. <laughs> or, yes. And I didn't realize on your side what a fear that would be because you're at the mercy of the government, right? Like mm-hmm. you are out to sea and it's it's a hard part of military life that I don't think they ever discuss, especially because the person at the mercy is the man for the most part, because it's mostly men and, you know, at least in some submariner mm-hmm. life. And so they're less emotional too. So it's really hard when you don't, I mean, when we were first in the military, we had family grams. It was what, 80 words, huh. 40 words?
0: 40, I think. Oh,
1: maybe. <laughs> I think. It was 40 words. And everyone, you know, it was like sent to you very, you know, you don't have like these Yeah, We didn't
0: have, we didn't have emails. And no. sometimes you get all the family grams from the patrol when you get back.
1: Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> and then uh, us again, being, just young, immaturely, meaning like both of us came from families where we didn't really talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. So there was just, you know, a lot of surface stuff that we, you know, we obviously never really addressed. You brought up a really good point in that. I think in a nutshell, what helped you get out of a dark time was nothing less than helping others. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have always been that. Well, I didn't see
0: us. I didn't see as helping others. I was just Taking pictures was something I enjoyed. So
1: I know, but you would go above. I mean, like every other team knew you that you're like, I will take pictures of your kids. Like we were joking about this the (laughs) other day, me and Kameli. And I think it's important. I mean, I always look back at the Bible and it talks about serving, you know, Mm -hmm. and serving others and how, like, when you are feeling really crappy about yourself, the one distraction (laughs) is going and helping. And And I remember you. Yep you came over because at that point my business was starting to do well and i was able to really help all of us everybody mm-hmm. and i love that you know i think you would come over sometimes to help with leilani because you were just thankful you know like you were like hey i want to feel like i'm you know being a part of it and i mean leilani would look forward to it you know all the time no, she, she
0: would look forward to the french fries that's yeah, what well, she that, that, fried like.
1: fries. yeah <laughs> but it was it was so good for our older children to see, because I know without a doubt, you know, I mean, we've had discussions about it, they're older now, mm-hmm. is they just think it's so incredible to watch the way that you behaved. You've never said a bad word to our children. So, I mean, I wanna thank you for that because I, I didn't feel worthy of that. And honestly, you could have just given the facts the time and that would have been enough to damage, you know, um, a relationship. And uh, that didn't happen. So I want to thank you for that. And we will oh, move thank on you. To I mean, we,
0: <laughs> we both did that the same. Um, I think it was something that like with both of our parents divorces or seeing other people's divorces and how, you know, the yelling and the screaming and the kids being torn. And it, it wasn't that I guess, I guess I wanted I might sound selfish. Well, I was selfish. I didn't want to be excluded even though Leilani's not my child. And, um, I I guess I saw it as, I mean, um, Eric was still in Canada and I mean, he would come down every once in a while, but he wasn't there all the time. So I guess I didn't, I didn't want her. I mean, even though she's a baby, but I didn't want her to feel like there wasn't like a, I want to say father figure kind of a thing.
1: Um,
0: I wasn't trying to be her dad, but, you know, just to you know, like you said, help you out, so you can work on your business and doing all the all the work that you do. I would, I would, I saw it as like a benefit. I could like play with the little baby. Yeah, we loved it. I didn't like the dirty diapers part, but <laughs> comes with a baby, so.
1: People would come over, or even attract, They'd be like, "Hey, your ex-husband is changing." your daughter's (laughs) diaper. How is this happening? Like you just, you did just take it on like your own. And I will say that Laura over the years, you know, Eric's ex wife, um, that was a a, a turning point for her is when she let Leilani sleep over at a Mm -hmm. young age. I knew at that point she had forgiven me because I could see the way that she treated Leilani. Mm -hmm. And Again, so important. You know, I think it, it took her longer, and I think females it does take longer because you know it's it's, it's not an easy thing. But you know, and I say this, of course, being the person on the other side, it's easier for me to say. But forgiveness is it's about you, it's about the person that's yeah, hurt because it really is. Because I would have moved on with my life, no offense to you. And if you're, you know, the other person hurt is just sitting in that, you know, it doesn't it just yeah, doesn't it's, serve us,
0: the resentment would start to grow. I want to say. Yep. And um, if you if you don't, if if something's been something bad has been done to you, like in our case, the, the cheating, then if I had dwelled on that, I honestly, it would have been just like the stereotypical movie divorce couple where they're right. always screaming and yelling about one thing or another. And the kids are I mean, they're caught in between, obviously, but they're well, you torn, and I didn't they're torn between the two sides.
1: Well, exactly. And you and I didn't even get we we just came to an agreement. We had basically our papers, you know, written up. Same with Laura yeah. and, you know, Eric, like we came to that agreement where we didn't want to fight over little silly things that only hurt, you know, your children yeah. in the long run. Right. So I'm so thankful for that. Well, over the years since then, you know, uh, you've always been the person that I feel so bad. Bell's probably like, seriously, mm-hmm. leave my husband alone. And that I will always call Kevin and be like, can you explain this to me or read this to me or teach me? (laughs) And you've always been that way. And so a couple of years ago, when I was getting ready to start the podcast, I reached out to you and it's really crazy to see how this has changed because, Mm -hmm. you know, you were military life, nuclear reactor operator, you know, working at a nuclear plant. You know, and so what happened was so selfishly, guys, I'm admitting I was completely selfish in my part is I started looking on, I think, like Upwork and seeing what it was going to cost me just to even have like a couple episodes, you know, released. Right. Again, I'm not, I'm not like a sponsor podcast. I knew this was just going to be like a labor of love. And I'm like, how could this, is this that hard to do? They're charging by the minute. So I messaged you. (laughs) I'm like, I gotta call Kevin. Kevin has to be a, you know, there has to be a way to maybe just get my intro and outro done. And mm-hmm. so, of course, leave it to you. You go and study up and, and read. And I think the important thing to remember here is, and, and you really teach our children this, is you truly can do anything you want to do if you just put some time in learning how to do it. Right. And yeah. it doesn't yeah, it's necessarily like,
0: It's like you, and, like you and Eric say it's just you have to put the effort in before you see any type of result.
1: Right. And then with that, It also doesn't have to be something that you're necessarily passionate about. Maybe your passion. So like, let's say you're in a job right now and you're like, I don't really love it, but I'm not really sure, you know, what I'm passionate about. Well, sometimes finding something that allows you to have the flexibility. Maybe you're passionate about working from home. Maybe you're Mm -hmm. passionate about being able to travel. Well, then you want to find something to do that allows that. And so for you... I've loved it because we work from home and outside of now our younger kids kind of keeping us grounded because of the school schedule as the kids get older. I mean, we'll be able to travel. We'd be able to go places and you can work from anywhere in the world. Right. And I've wanted that for you too, because I mean, who wanted to do the shift work and all that. So when I came to you, I mean, first of all, Kevin did an amazing job with my intro outro, all that, which did not surprise me because being in the military. And I mean, I mean, I have to brag on you for a minute. You were like one of the youngest that moved up to chief. I mean, you've been in the lowest, youngest amount, you know, shortest amount of time to get there. You maxed out on all your bonuses. I just got to give you those little accolades. Like Kevin is very good at like, he's one of those annoying people that just kind of knows a lot about everything. And he's just so smart, but he's so nice about it. And you're like, man, Kevin, you, of course, you know, something about that. Of course you, you know, and I think the lesson too, is just, I mean, you've always been a reader from the time i met you you know you were the the geeky guy at the lunch break room that had a book in the back of your pocket i thought it was so funny i'm like what he he reads on his break you know like I, i was it was so foreign to me but all to say that i think that's why you know you are where you are so you know similar to what Eric did with me, which was, hey, I'm gonna give you a referral and from Mm -hmm. here, you're on your own. Like I'm not, you know. So what happened was I said to Kevin after he did so well with mine, I'm like, I actually know a couple people that are thinking of starting podcasts. And it is right now becoming this thing. This might be something, you know, because I'm always thinking of ideas that you know you might want to do and you could scale. And again not everyone is going to be able to take a referral and, and get success with it. I mean, you have to, you know, same with me. Like I remember when Kevin, when Eric gave me my first few clients, he goes, listen, you got to get the results and, and, you know, results then helps you get referrals and in your business results might mean just a relationship. Like, like people, you know, everyone I talk to that does work with you now, it's so fun because they're like, we loved Kevin and Bell." <laughs> oh, you're right. Because I always say to people, I'm like, listen, you're well, glad thanks
0: to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's been this relationship. And I wanted to just, you know, if, if someone is listening today to, you know, inspire you, because I mean, you've gone from a completely different career to now what you and Belle, you have a couple employees, right?
0: Yeah, we have one, two, three, four i think i want to say four.
1: And, yeah. And, yeah well because I mean,
0: kai's kai's editing for us too
1: i love it it's like a family just a
0: little side gig
1: which is great because it's afforded. i mean you guys got to come down at christmas which mm-hmm. you know a lot of jobs that just you know wouldn't happen and i think well, that's i definitely why
0: wouldn't have been able to do that with working at the plant
1: right exactly so it's been um and then who knows where else it will lead to because i know that bell is so creative and you know oh, yeah, uh, she loves it You know, it's uh, been fun. So tell me about your brand. Like, what do you do? Like, because people that are listening, because I'll tell you, podcasting is the place to be. You're in someone's ears. It's intimate. I mean, it's pretty much all I listen to nowadays. Mm -hmm. And I think COVID made that even because Zoom became pretty popular. Popular, right now people are accepting that, that I'm pretty much listening to podcasts all the time. And sometimes people are like, well, I don't need a podcast, but even having a podcast as a resource for your brand, Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to convince Eric over here that LBC just needs a podcast because anytime he wants to have like these 30 minute conversation type things that he wants to blast out, it's so nice to have it all on a place. So
0: uh, I I told him that a long time ago, because he's, Every day he's putting out like a small, short video or something. And yeah. it's all information from that noggin of his that he has so much just data in his mind. And he's like, he could be an encyclopedia by himself.
1: Yeah. So that would be a great thing for him. So do you help people? Like, what if they don't know where to start? Like, what does your brand do in a nutshell?
0: The brand Bell and I have dot decennial.co. And right now we're doing podcasts. We can do everything but. We cannot create music for you. That's something that we just don't have the talent to do. But, but we have can do uh, like
1: what I did, which is just go purchase your music. Yeah, from. absolutely.
0: You just go hire someone on Fiverr or Upwork to create a theme song for you. Just tell them what kind of mood you want. And if you like it, you can just use it. We edit all the audio from your podcast. We can advise you on how to launch a podcast. Like we have different types of uh, packages or If you want, we can just let you know how to do it and help you out if you want to do it by yourself. And that's totally fine because like you said, podcasts are, they're getting really popular. And if you think about it, a lot of people, well, now after COVID, as people go back to the office for work, then they're spending a lot of time. A lot of people in big cities, especially spend a lot of time on their commute. Podcasts are easy way to get information out. Like you said, it's, you can use it for your brand to promote. Items can promote upcoming events that you have and all the show notes in the podcast will have links to it. And it's easy for people on their commute to say, hey, I like that idea when they hear it in your podcast and just go to the show notes, click the link and then book themselves on a retreat or a call just to see what's up. And so, um, so we can do all of that information. We can set it up, we can set up your hosting site because you need a hosting site to be able to put the podcast out. We take care of arranging everything so that your feed gets into like the major podcasting places or apps like Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. We can take care of any, um, like monetization, um, within those apps. We can do that for you, or, you know, you have total control of that process. You're the admin for right. signing in and you just add us as a side right. admin or something. And so you can do that. And we have a, one of our employees, Raphael, he's awesome. He does some of our audio editing right now, but he is also a video editor. So we are starting to go into that type of flexibility. He's given us a couple of names of some people that he knows that he can personally vouch for to do audio editing also. So that's something that we're going into. And then uh, we can also do, we can do your show notes if you choose to have them in your podcast. Great. So uh, I guess you saying- So basically
1: everything, I mean, if you want, it's kind of like a la carte if you want. I mean, mm-hmm. I am not, I mean, I still don't even know how to plug in a Nintendo. So that is just me. <laughs> and even I am able to do, I mean, you set up everything for me. And then I literally just have to record and drag. And nowadays, like our phones are pretty good in terms of sound. But right. even if you don't, like if you're sitting here going, I'm not going to spend all this money. You don't even need it anymore. Yeah, You don't, don't need to with- spend a ton of money. No, and especially if you already have an audience and say you're someone like Eric that's just looking to give out information to your own brand, you don't spend any money at all. It's all about mm-hmm. getting that information out. And instead, just like you, I literally go into Google Drive, drag it and that is it, name it. you know. So if you're someone that's technically or technology challenged, um, it's super easy. But I'm the most happy that it's just afforded you know, you to not work the shift work And, you know, get away from that and, you know, have the flexibility that if you guys want to live in the Philippines for part of the year or, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like it is, that's, that's the power of the entrepreneur life, you know, I mean, I grew up with my whole family, that's all I knew. So I just assumed that I was going to get older and have that flexibility. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, you can't when you are tied to that so yeah i am happy and i'm i'm the most happy that we have such a, a great relationship i mean you have to listen to all of my podcasts yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: thankful for that
1: um but i will have in the show notes information to find your brand on social media kevin's pretty quiet on social media himself i'd say you could go follow him but <laughs> i mean i don't even ever see anything from him he's kind of smart to just stay under the radar but um you know, maybe one of these days we'll we'll be able to have you and Bell on together, and I can interview Bell on just how she handles me. So <laughs> yeah, she would she would
0: she would like that. <laughs> well, thank but, you so I think much more for coming on. M- more to tell people about living with me. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, I hope that this, you know, has you walking away with one seeing the possibility and forgiveness if you have gone through something as a family. Um, There is another side that is, it's amazing because we've been able to do holidays together. Mm -hmm. We've been able to, you know, um, I mean, mean, it's really
0: been a blessing.
1: Yeah, it has. We've turned something, you know, what was really meant to be something that could have broken up our families forever. You know, we are still, I mean, I see your mom still as family. And that Mm -hmm. I think has been something that our children someday, because of the modeling that you've given them, because Honestly, Kevin, you've always shown the aloha spirit. You taught me that when I first met you, that you've just had a loving heart. I've never really heard you say negative things. I know if you say something negative, it's like legit because you're just not like that. So thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for forgiving me. And um, honestly, we wouldn't be here without you doing all the editing. I wouldn't be able to get my message out. So thank you for coming on. Oh, Thank you. Okay, I'm on a mission. As you know, if you've been following along, I have a goal to be a top 100 podcast, and it's less about that top 100 and more about I want to make an impact. I want more people to hear F it and learn from all the mistakes that I've made, along with me bringing on really special guests for you. So my ask here is this: I want you to screenshot this episode today and share it on your social media. Share it with a friend. You know, tag me in it. Go give me a review, of course, if you're really feeling it, and rate me, you know, this is the only way things are going to get seen here and in a big world of tons and tons of podcasts, I'm hoping that you're going to choose mine and help me on my mission.